Everything is going to be just fine. One, two, three, four. The really, 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 Ohio, California. Um, there's a guy currently on my porch <clears throat> with a very long pole, and at the end of that pole is a yellow brush, and he's brushing every single crevice of this house that I rent, and he is trying to rid the property of black widow spiders, which we've been finding um, more and more, and he's going to try to get rid of them. And just terminate them. And he's using a big pole with a brush. I guess that's probably the most effective tool. Um, and then I think they're probably going to spray some kind of chemical that was developed. Oh, he's really good. He's very, he's very um, proficient with that brush. But they're probably going to spray something that will cause death and destruction to the Black Widows. And, um, and that's just what's happening right now in a way that, um, I didn't do anything to promote or provoke. And I'm not saying not to like absolve myself. So, you know, if there's a black widow listening, they're going to not seek vengeance on me, but to say that to just, I don't know, I wouldn't, I don't care. I don't, uh, I don't particularly feel threatened by the Black Widow spider. Um, of course, I'm not saying that to invite the um, potential hazard that they bring in. What, what is this show? Like, what, really? Like, is this, is this, this wasn't supposed to be the topic of the show. Um, the topic of the show, there was none. So, <laughs> oh my God. I I know it's probably something you're sick of hearing, but I just still, I don't know, Is it? am I ever going to reach a point where this show feels like something that I do with great joy? You know what I think would be helpful to feel like some, this is something that I really enjoy doing is if I made some money from it. And I'm not going to beat around the bush. I love money. <laughs> And I love it for the simple fact that it makes me feel safe. It makes me feel like I have nothing to worry about. When I have enough money in the bank, which that the definition of that enough has been something that's um, varied greatly over the years. Um, and I still guess I don't really have necessarily a number. I think more it's more about the the sense of enough as opposed to an actual enough. So I think maybe that all comes with more than just money. It's a sense of um, abundance outside of uh, the, 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 the very, very um, limited definition of money. So abundance coming in the form of, of love and, and uh, peace and joy and all the, just the abundant factors that can play into feeling like you have enough. And so why wouldn't that, you know, obviously correlate with money as well? 
Um, Because what I've learned over the years is a number doesn't actually ever really feel like enough that it is this uh, place inside. Now, all that spiritual bullshit aside, (laughs) you need to have enough money to cover your expenses and to cover your bills and to cover your debts and, and the things that you're responsible for. So I guess there is enough in that sense of the word that there actually has to be uh, X amount to cover X amount of, uh, of obligations. So I guess once that's covered, then, then what's the, what's the, what else is, what else is there need a need for money? Um, Cause for me, I, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of the things I do really require a huge amount of money. I'm grateful that I don't have hobbies and interests like skiing or boating or um, I don't know what is an expensive hobby, race car driving. Um, I went for a run this morning and it was so fulfilling and soul fulfilling and it was free. I mean, not, nothing's free, right? I mean, I had to buy the shoes and the clothes that I was wearing, but you know, for the most part, it didn't really require me spending any money. Now there was an initial investment and then that's going to kind of continue to provide. So I guess what I'm getting at is, what am I getting at? Um, wealth is a, a state of mind. (laughs) Uh, because I have gone, like I've said, gone fluctuated from, um, the most money I've ever had, like a number that, that I couldn't even have imagined myself to have. And then that all pretty much went away. And then some of it got made back and then a bunch of it went away. And it's just been this like drastic pendulum swing. And now it's at a point where it's like over the past five years, I've, I now have the least amount of money that I've had in those amount of years. So Am I okay? Yeah, I'm great. I mean, I'm, I, th- I think, I don't know if I've shared this before, but my personal definition of wealth is when you don't think about money or when I don't think about money. Um, and that's not, you know, I mean, part of that is like head in the sand. I don't want to think about it because it's overwhelming, but also uh, not thinking about it because I trust that there's enough to cover, again, to cover expenses, uh, to know that everything is kind of, on autopilot as far as like things are being taken care of. And then, you know, within that space, I feel a lot more free to play and, and to create and to be more free from, from the stress of, of uh, scarcity. So I, um, would annoyingly describe myself as wealthy. Uh, am I wealthy by the standards of, of how it is, you know, the class systems of upper, lower, middle? No, I'm not wealthy, not even close. Uh, I also happen to live in an extremely expensive city, an extremely expensive state in an in a expensive country on an expensive planet. <laughs> this is by far the most expensive planet I'm, I'm aware of. Um, and so, yeah, it requires staying, um, staying paid. I got to stay paid. And that brings me back around to this activity that I'm, that I'm currently engaged in, which is making me no money. And is a complete waste of time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, if I really, yeah, if I really wanted to put the effort that's required into this to um, to pay me back, uh, 
for my time. I could. I just, that is just not, I am just not, that is not a part of who I am. Um, I've never really, I don't want to say this, make sure I say this as an accurate statement, but I don't believe I've ever really been motivated by money in the sense that like I've been motivated to like see an opportunity and take it. I think I've more been motivated by the fear of it of like, oh God, I need to do this because I'm feeling scarcity and I need to make money as opposed to like, I got enough and I'm seeing, I see a great business opportunity and I want to make more, you know, like that kind of like that business acumen. Uh, is that the right word? Acumen? I don't think I've ever used that. Let's see if we can find this out. Alexa, what's the definition of acumen? Acumen is defined as the ability to quickly understand and deal with situations or choices. It involves being able to recognize and respond to a situation can you hear any of this? with a high level of accuracy. Alexa, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. <laughs> um, it's the ability to respond quickly, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, so yeah, my business acumen, um, hasn't ever really been the thing that has propelled me. I, I, I really just want to express and create, and I've been lucky enough to figure out a way to make some money doing that and do that consistently enough where again, my bills are paid. My, my debts are uh, settled. I mean, they're not, I'm in a huge amount of debt right now. <laughs> Uh, but whatever, things are, things are all right. Things are okay. Um, and I'm grateful for that. I was just, I was, when I was driving home from my run, which is such a funny thing, get into a car to go to a run. Um, there was a line of cars in, at a red light. There's probably like, I don't know, eight cars at the red light. And then like a good amount of space, probably like three cars lengths of space and then a car, and then a bunch of cars behind that. And, and I don't know how you get, but I get a little bit like, Hey, move up like tight. And I wasn't, I wasn't even in the lane that I was in the opposite lane driving in the opposite direction. But I saw this person and I wanted to be like, Hey, tighten it up. You know, like the green light's going to turn green and you're going to be delaying all these people behind you. And I get in this kind of like neurotic, uh, uh, like feeling of, of, of affecting other people in the sense that like, you've just, because you, you haven't moved your car up you're now affecting this like kind of butterfly effect behind you of like, you might make somebody late and there might get one. I mean, I don't really go off into <laughs> this level of detail, but anyway, just in the consideration, the, like the, um, the abundant consideration of like, we're living in a society. We all have to drive in this lane here. Um, cause we're not living in just kind of Mad Max where you just go like a dune buggy off the road and go wherever you want. You got to stay in this lane that we've decided is the road. So like tighten up, like tighten up, move your car up. And then I, you know, I, I pass this person and I see them and I, and I thin slice them, which is uh, something, a term we talked about several episodes ago, for those who don't remember. It's something that I um, think Malcolm Gladwell uh, invented and it's, I believe, <laughs> I'm going to butcher it, but I believe it's when you, when you like thinly slice your impression of somebody and you say like, because I, because you look this way, uh, I know all about you. And it's, uh, it's uh, needless to say, it's often, I think, inaccurate, um, but it's how a lot of us uh, go through the world with, with thin slicing each other um, because we are uh, insecure, prejudiced assholes. So I thin slice this woman and, and she looks, I don't know, I'm so, so bad at this, probably in her late 70s. So already I'm like, okay, you, mm, it's not your fault, but I think that the system should be one that you should have had a driver's retest 
a long time ago to see if you're fit and qualified to drive. Um, you have this kind of spaced out look on your face that shows me you're not entirely present. Um, you have this kind of like slack jawed, um, affectation that leads me to make a huge amount of criticism and judgment around your, just your facilities. Like how, where are you? Are you there? Cause, cause I can see, and I'm driving by, there's a huge amount of space between you and the car in front of you. You could move up and tighten up, um, but you're not. And so again, where are you? You here? And I've been thinking about that type of person and not necessarily like an old woman, but just a, a person who, at least in, through my eyes and my judgment, doesn't seem to be all there or all here, I think is probably a more accurate way to put it. And those, those people give me so much hope and make me feel so good about myself and should make you feel good about yourself too. Um, if you're listening to this show right now, that means that you know how to operate a phone or computer to the degree that you can click buttons that get you to a place and you have presumably have headphones or it's, this is attached to your car in some way, just all these little things that, that lead you to engage in the content that you want and you are uh, in control of choices that you want to make. All of these things, again, I'm, I'm, I'm leading to uh, a level of, um, um, you, you should be proud of yourself for getting this far. <laughs> and like, just, yeah, have a moment of just like, God damn, yeah, right. I pay my cell phone bill. I own a phone. I'm in a presumably in a home. There's all these things that like, I think just this is, this is my request to just stop and and take stock for a moment and just be like, yeah, I'm yeah. 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 Good. I'm not as stupid as I think I am. (laughs) No, I mean, I think we just, we in this society where, uh, we give ourselves or we don't give ourselves enough credit and we, we, um, hold ourselves to a standard that is, uh, propagated by, uh, propagated, perpetuated. I was about to ask the definition of propagated, but it sounded smart enough that you guys probably didn't even think anything of it. Did you, um, by the notion that we are not enough or that we're, we're not doing enough or that we're not smart enough or whatever. Again, just all that kind of scarcity thinking that, um, would lead us to be out of the moment and think that we're less than when, you know, like we're all, we're all doing our goddamn best, man. This shit is not easy. And, um, without telling stories out of school, I was on my run this morning, a a good friend of mine called me and they were having, hold on. Hey, what's up, man? Okay. Sorry about that. That was Fernando who, uh, is the wonderful, um, uh, handyman, groundskeeper, everything fix it guy in this house that I live in. And, um, he was, we're trying to determine, we got a bit of a, a varmint, ver, vermint, no, <laughs> no, it's varmint, varmint, uh, rodent situation. And so, yeah, black widows, mice, potentially rats. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know, whatever, who cares? The other night I was in bed and I heard, uh, that kind of scratching, clawing situation in the wall, which is very disconcerting. 
And um, so you call in the big guns, you call in Fernando, and he takes a look in your house and sees if there's any droppings or holes or anything. Um, he was like, oh, you're recording a podcast? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He's like, what is it? Uh, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Um, was I talking about being stupid? How you were, how we're all stupid. Um, the woman in the car. Uh, I also have this thing where I, where I talk, where I, oh, my friend who called me, uh, um, and she, she said she was having an existential crisis and, and she called me for some reason. (laughs) Um, and I was out for a run and I was, that was my initial advice. I was like, have you exercised today? Which is like annoying thing that nobody ever wants to hear. And, uh, and she was just telling me about how feels like there's a lot of pressure in life and society and, and everything, you know, so much loss and, and sadness and all that. And I, I, who, one who has no right to do this whatsoever, uh, said, uh, there's a Buddhist philosophy, <laughs> which I don't like, I cannot believe. I, I don't know where I heard it. I heard it in passing. I have not studied Buddhism at all ever, not even a little bit. Um, but I heard it probably on TikTok or something. Um, and I'm going to get it wrong. I got it wrong then and I'll get it wrong now, but I think it has something to do with this idea of like life being this, um, vase or vase, uh, and this beautiful thing that we're trying to protect. Uh, and we go through all these, you know, through this effort to, to make sure that this thing stays in its form and, and all that, you know, and that's kind of all the suffering, we put ourselves through and stress and all that. Um, but, but that the fact is that the, the vase or vase is already broken. And, and I was able to deliver it in a way where I said, you know, all that, you know, stuff I just said. And then I just said very pointedly, like the vase is already broken. She was like, Oh, that's great. She wrote it down and I was like, whew, fuck. (laughs) Got out of that one. Um, but I guess the point being, is that the vase is already broken. You know, we're, what are you going to do? You know, this idea that we are trying to protect ourselves from pain and upset and uh, stress and anything that we want to just avoid because it's too difficult and instead just sorry, I got distracted. I, you know, there's, it's no surprise that I don't make any money from this show. (laughs) I just, I allow the surroundings to affect me. If I was any sort of professional, I would have a studio and a booth and but I don't, I don't, I literally get interrupted by the handyman and, um, distracted by my own thoughts and all that. Anyway. Um, so yeah, there's another thought that I have when I meet somebody or i see somebody that I, that I thin slice and think like, Jesus Christ, how does this person, how is this person doing anything in, in terms of like the way that we've structured society and like how you getting by and the, and I have this question that I usually, I, whether I ask myself or uh, my girlfriend on your business, uh, do you think that person pays taxes? That's always, the, that's always my litmus for, for, uh, for, for whether or not somebody is like participating in society to the degree where like I get uh, not as bad, but still it's a thing um, ta- taxes stress me out. And it's just like, oh, right. I thought I made all this money, but it turns out like most of that's going to the government. Um, and for some reason after 20 plus years of paying taxes, it's still surprising and still catches me in a way that's like very, makes it very, you know, a very difficult thing to just be okay with. But, um, as the time's gone on and I now have a new accountant that I hope 
just like, I always feel like I'm kind of getting back on the road. Like I got knocked off the road and I've been in the ditch and I'm trying to like get back on the road and the road head is paved and shouldn't be any major surprises along the way. So all that circles back around to money and, and how I think things can be stressful when you're not managing or allowing things to just happen that feel like they're operating out of your control. Um, so yeah. Um, any of this helping at all? Uh, I, I, I dress in a way that like, you know, I put a some effort into my, to my style and my look. And I, I think I, I think I know what I like and I, I try to pull off things that I think are, uh, that I think are stylish. Um, and, and then, and then a lot of times I don't, cause it's like, you know, a whole week will go by where I've worn a t-shirt that I got at Target, not the same shirt, but I bought like 10 of them that I just like. They're just t-shirts and they have like a little pocket on the front and, and they I just like the way they're cut and, and I wear them and, and they're just t-shirts and I'm wearing one right now. That's from Target. It's white and it has a pocket and it, for all intents and purposes, it's not, it's kind of, it's dirty. <laughs> I mean, it's cleaned, it's been cleaned, but it's stained and like, I just don't care. You know, I don't care really. Um, but I was thinking about, um, I don't know that there's been a time throughout history where there hasn't been, um, sorry, I think someone's coming back up again. We might be interrupted again. One second. Knock on the door. Someone's out front. Oh, it's the person spraying the poison. (laughs) Um, there hasn't been a time in history where we haven't looked back in short amount of time, 10 plus years at photos and been like, Oh my God, look at, look at that shit. Look at what we were wearing. Like I remember finding this picture of my dad from the seventies where he had this like amazing and like something that I would maybe wear to like a party. If I wanted to kind of make a statement, Oh yeah, this dude's got like a fucking like, like a um, backpack and a face mask and like, like a, not a backpack, but like a, you know, like when you go play laser tag, like something you'd wear for that. And then he's got a little, little gun where he's spraying poison and he's wearing like a legit face mask. So, <laughs> um, but he had this like amazing, like polyester, uh, tie. It was like big wide tie and had this like paisley design on it and like a vest and like, I mean, it looked dope for the time. It looked dope. And, and I showed him, I showed him it when he was, this is when he was still alive, obviously. <laughs> Uh, and he was like, he made fun of himself. He was like, Oh, what is that? A tie or a lobster bib? And I was just like, man, you looked, you looked fresh. You know, you looked fresh as fuck. Um, yeah, sure. Like maybe that would be, it wouldn't, it's not in fashion now, but then like through the eighties and nineties, he wore like daddy, daddy dick shorts on a heard that term, but like really short shorts that men were wearing in like the eighties and he wore like deck shoes and a, maybe like just like a polo shirt and you know, nothing too dramatic or, or overtly stylistic, but you know, you look at the photos and you're like, yeah, that's, that's like, that's like 1989, 1990 style. And then, um, you know, towards the end of his life, he kind of settled into something in that vein and just, again, just nothing too, too, uh, overtly stylistic, uh, trying to make a statement at all. But I wonder like, you know, I, I feel like I might, as this is probably something really naive to say, but like I might look back at pictures of myself from 2023 in 2050 and 
I'd like to think that I won't be like, oh my God, what was I thinking with that, with those white (laughs) t-shirts? You know, I mean, again, it could be really naive. Like we're all wearing, you know, just kind of uniform spacesuits, like Star Trek shit and be like, oh my God, I can't believe we ever wore t-shirts. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That was just a, a random passing thought I had that I wonder if there's, oh, if you're always kind of whatever present moment you're in, if you're always in some level of like naive state of thinking that like things are going to be different for you. Like I won't be subjected to stuff that throughout human history people have been subjected to. I'm, I'm, I will avoid that, um, entirely. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else? Hmm. I guess that's it. I mean, you know, how's your year going? This is, it's like crazy that we're, we're rounding off this year. For me, it's been a quite a substantial one. A lot of like a lot, <laughs> just a lot. And, um, I'm grateful for so many things and I'm grateful for your support. And I, um, I don't like, I don't, you know, I don't know who listens to this show. I don't, nobody really, there's a couple of you out there that will reach out to me and God bless you for, for just a, for, for letting me know you're out there and you're listening. Um, I, you know, of course you don't have to by any means. Um, I wonder, I haven't checked Apple podcasts in a while and see if there's reviews. It's not something I should (laughs) be welcoming, uh, into my life, but I always kind of get, you know, I get a little bit curious. Let's see if I can do this within a time. That's not annoying for me to do while you guys are listening. What's the show again? Really fun, really fun. Wow. Show. Uh, we are 4.6 stars. That's decent. Um, there's some old reviews here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like, (laughs) there's a review from me. Uh, I mean, I like it, but then again, I made it. So I'm a little biased. (laughs) Uh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I just, I, I understand. I don't put, I don't put enough, I don't put a lot of effort into this thing. Um, um, yeah, four, so there's like a bunch of one-star ratings. <laughs> uh, and that's fine. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think it's one, I mean, maybe it is one star worth of show. Who cares? Good Lord. All right. Listen, um, holidays are coming up. You need to buy stuff for people because that's what we do. We put, we put that, you, you came into this world and you found out that there was a thing called Christmas and you're obliged to it regardless of your, uh, race, color, or creed or religion. And so why not buy something for your friend, friends or family that, that is going to last a, a lifetime of joy. And that joy comes from a company called Real Fun Wow. And for, for listeners of this show, um, I think there's a discount code, right? Um, what is it? I think it's like RFW show. RFW show 30. That's 30% off your entire order. That's something that I um, rarely do. That's a significant discount. It's almost almost 50%. That it was almost like you're getting it at cost at that point and I'm not making much money. So actually don't, don't use that discount, please. Just kidding. RFW show 30. Um, if you want to buy something and you want to, don't want to pay full price. All righty. Uh, I love you. That was the really fun. Wow. Show. Oh, oh, oh. All right. That's it's we're done. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye.